This is the Detroit Evening Report for Friday, October 13th, 2023. I'm Sasha Ryan from WDET News. Local Jewish organizations braced themselves today as global calls for violence against Jews circulated on social media. A statement from the Jewish Federation of Detroit said no specific or credible threats for Metro Detroit had been found, but that Jewish day schools, agencies and campuses had extra security. Some reports from community members suggest attendance at some Jewish schools was down today. Mosques in Dearborn are also reporting higher levels of security for congregational prayers today. Dearborn police arrested an individual who made violent threats against Palestinians during a scheduled protest last weekend. The Michigan chapter of the Council on American-Islamic Relations said it has been receiving reports about backlash against workers and students speaking and protesting in support of Palestine. CARE Michigan staff attorney Amy Ducare says the organization is working to protect student speech. And we're asking people who um, have students or are students in a public school who feel like they've faced backlash because they posted something on social media or have made comments during class time in favor of Palestine or supporting Palestinians to call our office and, and, and do an intake. Ducare says students who attend public schools have a First Amendment right to speak out about political issues. The United Auto Workers Union did not expand its strike against Ford, Stellantis or General Motors today. Previously, the union had only called for strike actions on Fridays. But earlier this week, workers at Ford's truck plant in Louisville, Kentucky, walked out. UAW President Sean Fain says it was an easy decision to make after talks broke down with Ford. They admitted that Kentucky truck generates $25 billion in revenue a year. That's $48,000 a minute. Our labor at Kentucky Truck generates more revenue each minute than thousands of our members make in a year. Fain says union members should be ready to walk off the job at any time as contract talks continue. He also invited non-striking union members to join the picket lines in a show of solidarity. About 34,000 UAW workers remain on strike. Casino workers in Detroit could go on strike next week if the city's gambling institutions cannot reach new contracts with the Detroit Casino Council. That's a group of five unions representing gaming house employees. Nia Winston is president of the Unite Here Local 24. She says Detroit's casinos generated more than $2 billion in revenue in 2022. That's more than $813 million more than the casinos made in 2019 before the pandemic. Meanwhile, Winston says gambling employees brought in about $34 million less than they did prior to the COVID-19 outbreak. In addition to higher wages, bargaining teams are looking for improved benefits to grow their workforces. A group of demonstrators from Highland Park showed up at the state capitol Thursday to call for assistance with the city's water debt. Residents say the state forced excessive water and sewage bills onto them by forcing Highland Park to join the Great Lakes Water Authority. A court decision says the city could owe the Water Authority as much as $24 million plus interest. The cost of paying that debt could be passed on to ratepayers in a city with a poverty rate around 40%. Last April, the Highland Park City Council also asked the state for permission to file for bankruptcy protection. There's been no formal action on that request. New Detroit is hosting its second annual racial justice conference next week. 
Just Lead, Advancing Racial Equity, is October 19th and 20th at the Detroit Marriott. For more information, visit newdetroit.org. Detroit City Council member Coleman A. Young II is extending an open invitation to celebrate his birthday at the Charles H. Wright Museum Tuesday before the council meets. Cake with Coleman is from 5 to 6 p.m. The council meeting starts at 7 at 315 East Warren Avenue. Thank you for joining us for the Detroit Evening Report, a production of WDET, Detroit's NPR station. Today's episode was produced by me, Sasha Ryan. I'm also the editor of the Detroit Evening Report. Mixing and mastering by Nate Bender, featuring reporting from the WDET Newsroom and the Michigan Public Radio Network. Our news director is Jerome Vaughn, technical director and music by Sam Bobian. David Lyons is our podcast manager, digital support from Dave Kim and Jenny Sherman. As always, if there's something in your neighborhood you think we should know about, drop us a line at Detroit Evening Report at WDET.org. I'm Sasha Ryan, WDET News.